0: And now we go to Andrew Augustus to find out what's happening in the Miniverse. Does Dale still
1: have the golden ticket? The case has a release date and it's going to be a Monday Night Trivia Showdown. I'm Andrew Augustus and this is the Kirkanoff Minifan News. After receiving the golden ticket of a lifetime, Dale Williams has ended up on Kirk's bad side and has been said numerous times on the show that they will be picking a new winner of the golden ticket and Dale has lost his. However. Dale says he still believes he is the rightful owner.
2: I mean, I haven't seen anything official, so I'm just gonna keep playing like uh, I've got the ticket until something official comes.
1: He says he still plans to attend the shows. Yeah, I'm already booked from Madawaska. I'll go from there. Only time will tell if he'll be able to keep the ticket. Another name has been added to the kicked off YouTube list. Joining John from Scranton and BA is Ozzy Stooley, who has been banned due to previous comments from a previous Ozzy Minifan show. In a statement sent over Twitter using the Notes app, Ozzy Stooley writes, quote, My words were not interpreted the way I intended them. While in the past I have received DMs from Zonker, it was at a time when he was beloved in the Miniverse and before the blog, end quote. He goes on to say that he has not had contact with Zonkers since the blog and hopes that he will be allowed back on once this misunderstanding is through and did throw some shade at Matt Carano. Steve Robinson is making his debut on WPRO. He will be interviewed by host Tom Quinlan talking about all things Killer Cuomo and the futures of the Republican Party. Check it out Friday night, 10 p.m., and if you were unable to attend, I'm sure someone will have that audio cut up for Kirk Sunday evening when he records with Blind Mike. And a major announcement coming out of the case today, no, it's not the subject of the case or any details, but rather Kirk announced that the first episode of the case will be dropping on April 5th of 2021. Luckily it's not on April 1st, so it won't be criticized as an April Fool's prank. And before we get to the competitions, we must give a shout-out to Milton's The Store for Men for being the loyal day-one sponsor of Podcast Jesus himself. Be sure to head on over to their locations in Chestnut Hill, South Shore Plaza, or anytime at Miltons.com. In the competition field, we finally have a date set for the long-anticipated matchup, where the Kirk Minahan Show will take on Team Cheater, I mean Team Nightmare, consisting of Look Up Casey, Cheating Cons, and Feidelberg. There's an extra bragging rights on the line as there are two Bruce Springsteen categories because Khan thinks he's just as knowledgeable of Kirk on the subject, but we understand that Kirk Seamus Minahan will be wiping the floor with him. And Blob has released his 2021 March Madness bracket of podcasts. Voting is currently underway, but to no surprise, the Kirk Minahan show is the number one overall seed. I tweeted at the show and Kirk to see how they felt about being the number one overall seed. However, they remain too focused on winning to reply. I'm Andrew Augustus for Kirk and Off Minifan News. Up next is Buddy Blind Mike's daddy and myself, who sit down with a former intern who has worked his way up to a job with the show.
0: Okay, here's the deal. The following episode of Kirk and Off, it's with Justin. So the opinions expressed are Justin's. They are not the official comments from the Kirk Manahan show. So if Justin fucks up and says something, it's on Justin. It's not on the show. Anyway, thanks. Enjoy the episode.
3: Welcome to Kirk and Off, a weekly podcast where my cousin and I talk about Kirk Minahan and the happenings inside of his world. My name's Buddy, he's Bly Mike's Daddy. Blay Mike's Daddy, say hello. Hello. This guy is never on the wall. Andrew, what's going on?
1: Hey buddies, how's it going? Chilling man. Yeah, and it's we're lucky we had Justin here with us today. Formerly intern Justin, now I think infamously known as Justin Trudell. And now and now yes. Kirk knows it's Justin Trudell. So that's a That's right. That's a big three. <laughs> that's right. So, uh, Yeah, so thanks for coming on, man. Let's go all the way back to the beginning. How'd you first hear about Kirk?
4: So, I first heard about Kirk. So, I live in, like, the Boston area, kind of on the south coast. Uh, If you heard the show today, you know the exact town I live in, because uh, Benjamin Albright decided to, you know, try to throw my town name out there to get me all fucked up. But, so I always knew he was a radio host on WEEI. Believe it or not, when I was in high school, I was a big fan of Toucher & Rich, the opposing boston sports radio station in the mornings i would always retweet things that because when they would get into like ratings wars toucher and rich would always say they were number one kirk and Callahan would always say they were number one it would go back and forth i would i was always on the toucher and rich side i uh i know a lot about their history and stuff and that kind of fell off when i went away to college i stopped listening I, i thought sports talk was boring i started getting more into barstool things started liking more dave portnoy stuff and then i saw on twitter one day in Everybody. 2019, that Barstool was going after Joe Curtitone because Joe Curtitone came out with a towel thing and said this is stupid, blah blah blah. So I started tweeting at Joe Curtitone every every single tweet that would say something along the lines of "Sir, I need you to resign, please, sir," over and over again. And uh, and eventually, I saw uh, Dave tweet something about Kirk Minahan in regards to that. So I, I checked it out. I was like, "Oh, Kirk's at." Barstool now. I had no idea he left EEI. I wasn't paying attention to that. Uh, I started listening around. I started li- listening religiously, probably early August, and by the end of August, I was completely hooked on the Kirkmanahan show. I, uh, you know, went back and listened to every single episode I missed. Thought it was absolutely hilarious. A couple of my friends were into the show. They're older than me. They were kind of, you know, always uh, Kirk Kirk fans from the Kirk and Callahan days. Mm -hmm. then they, uh, yeah. And then one, I just started listening to the show. I did a prank phone call to, uh, Zoe and Beatle. I sent that in. Uh, and then I heard Steve was looking for interns and I was like, shit. I mean, I'm a junior in college. I, uh, you know, I was 23 at the time or 22. Uh, yeah, I just turned 22. And so I was like, fuck, like, I'd, I'd love to try this out. So I, I sent him some stuff. I sent him some videos I made. And, uh, and, yeah, and then, you know, we corresponded back and forth. And that's kind of how I ended up as uh, when you Justin st- Trudell, intern of The Kirkman Hand Show. When you
3: started as, as an intern, did you think you would still be working for the show almost two years later?
4: Uh, so I'm very passionate about things. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought that I told Mike from the start that, like, I'm not going... Like you'll have to fire me in order to get me to leave because I'm familiar with like, I don't know if you guys know the backstory of Hank from Pardon My Take. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he just kept showing up. Mm-hmm. Like his internship was up, and he just kept showing up, and uh, look at where he is now. So I told Mike. I remember when we were driving to that casino, to do, uh, to go after you know EEI and uh, Rich Camp Keith. Kennedy. No, 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 that was that was, that was Will. One. This okay. was the uh, the Keith one. That's right. I remember. uh Telling uh Mike this was kind of the first time. Yeah, this was kind of the first time we talked and we were going back and forth and I was he's like, Oh he's like, Yeah, I mean if you could like, you know, stick around for like three months. I'm like I looked at him, I was like, Yeah, I'm not leaving. Like (laughs) like I like this too much. Uh this is like a hobby for me. Uh like you'll have to like literally say like leave. Like if, if you say like, oh you know, you can leave if you want, like I'll I'll keep showing up and I'll keep working for the show. So yes, uh but also, I, I I also left it open that maybe this wasn't for me. Uh, I wasn't like opposed to leaving at any point.
1: With with kind of like that rise, and you even talked about it with Mike being on the show. How do you feel like now? As you, Mike was the peak Minifan because he was the the third voice on the show regularly. And when he went away, it's kind of stepped up. And now you're starting to you're not necessarily the third voice on the show, but. As a from a Minifan standpoint, as someone who starts off as one, you're at the pretty peak. Do you feel like you get a target
4: on your back? So, I just want to start off by saying the only reason I am currently. Uh, like, in the position I am, I guess, if you want to say that, doing the wrap-up show, is because Mike is blind. Uh, <laughs> Mike is able to see. I don't go to Florida. He can drive himself places. You know, he can set up Mike and the Minifans. And I'm out of there, you know, in two months because they're like, what the fuck do we need for this guy? Yeah, yeah, but so, who's
3: going to be Kirk's body guy at Sacco though? Still has to, it, to you. The
4: point. I don't know. I think I think Mike, if he could see, he would be uh, hitting the gym quite regularly. He'd be, he'd be pretty jacked. But, uh, but, yeah, so I, I attribute, like me being in the kirkmanahan universe all to the fact that you know mike can barely see because i was kind of mike's guy for a little bit that's why it was uh when mike left my first thought was fuck like because <laughs> I-, I found out the same way everyone found out when he uh went on air and said i'm taking a leave my first thought was like oh fuck like i there's no spot for me here i'll be gone in a week they're gonna figure that out but luckily uh you know, I found some things to do to uh, keep busy and keep around. Uh, I forget what the original... Oh, do I have a target on my back? Uh, I wouldn't say yeah. I have a target on my back. I don't think... I mean, some people, like, will tweet at me, like, stupid things when, like... Like, I'm going at... I'm trying to call into Benjamin Albright's show, and there are a couple of people, whenever I post a tweet about it, are like, no one cares about this, blah, blah, blah. You walked the wrong way at the VFW, just all, all this shit. <laughs> So I don't really think that there's a target on my back. I just think that people, you know, are would go after me the same way they would go after Mike. I, I guess they. I, I'm not entirely sure, uh, to tell you the truth.
3: So, um, around Christmas time, or actually just just before Christmas time, you you offered like an ultimatum to Kirk that mm-hmm. that if his opinion of you hadn't changed, that you you'd leave. Now, <laughs> you know, fast forward two months past Christmas, almost. Kirk in the in the last week has praised you a couple times. Do you feel vindicated?
4: Uh, I don't know if I feel vindicated because I kind of fucked up a lot. Kind of literally, like so. The day I got quote unquote hired by Barstool uh, was November first, two thousand twenty, and from then until I don't know, let's say mid January, it just seemed to be like one fuck up after the other. Whether it's the VFW, the best of, uh, you know, that whole thing with all in the Menifee family, just seemed to me kind of you know stumbling trying to find my place but i wouldn't say vindicated i do feel like i'm more confident right now uh i do feel like uh i'm able to like i'm not afraid to like reach out to steve if i have some sound or uh or an idea that i, I think uh might work well with the show but uh i i guess yeah, like I said, I, I told Kirk, like, hey, if you want me to, I believe it was early January when he was talking on the phone. He's like, my opinion of you hasn't changed. And I said, like, I'll be gone and you'll never see, like, hear from me again. Like, and when I say that, like, I'm not saying I want to kill myself, like some people <laughs> thought I was saying. Uh, I would just go off, go off the map, you know, take away. Yeah. I, I, w- I wouldn't do these one of these things where I'd, like, go away for a week and then come back and be a fuck the show kind of guy or <laughs> or one of those people but uh but he said no he said no keep keep sticking around so here i am and uh hopefully blessed to be you know
0: continuing so so you talked about you've already mentioned the vfw twice so i'm gonna just go back to that fateful night when Mm -hmm. uh you had to walk uh back so what did you not have gps on your phone like what what happened
4: (laughs) yeah my phone was dead so i just started walking (laughs) And uh I just started walking. Apparently I was walking the wrong way. Apparently someone said they saw me. I thought I was walking the right way. I have no idea. I ended up at some gas station, I forget what it's called. It's not one that's normally around here. Uh yeah, went to the hospital, charged my phone,
0: uh called my dad, he came not pick me up. So So that was did, fun. did you did did you end up running into Matt Carano and Quantum Week, Chris? I know they they were the search party.
4: So I did. So uh <laughs> When I got to the hospital, my phone came back on. I was getting all these texts. It was actually the first time t- Kirk ever texted me. He said, uh, "He said something along the lines of, hey, this is Kirk. Uh, give me a call,' or <laughs> something like quick like that." Because uh, I don't think he knew my phone was off, uh, was dead. So when my phone came back on, you know, I was I texted everyone. I said, "Hey, just so you know, I'm I'm fine. Like, don't worry about it. Uh, I, I'm sorry that you know you had to you, that you were uh, are you know." I wasted your time and you were out looking for me. I appreciate everyone who did that. Uh, And then quantum Chris, I believe is like, Oh, where are you at? Like we're already in the area. We'll stop by and say hi. And so while I was waiting for my dad uh, and I was discharged, I walked out and I said hi to them. And they were, you know, we talked for like 10, 15 minutes. That's
0: nice.
1: So, so Justin, you said your dad picked you up. What, how the hell do you have this conversation with your parents (laughs) explaining to them why they need to come pick you up? At a hospital in Western Massachusetts.
4: So this is gonna sound strange, but I've had uh, many conversations with my parents about my mental health. So if I say like, "Hey, just I need so I need something," there at first, you know, maybe if when I was like 16, 17, they'd be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Now they're just kind of like, "Oh, okay, you yeah, know, Justin's doing this thing again." So it's uh, I'm just like, "Hey," and then my dad's like, "So what happened?" And I was just like, oh, you know, was, I was, I fucked up, blah blah blah." Do they- do they like Kirk? <laughs> oh, they, yeah. They are The only person in my family that doesn't like Kirk is my grandmother. Uh, the show that I, quote-unquote, produced on StreamYard one day when Steve was unavailable because he was on a flight, uh, my dad posted about it on Facebook. My grandmother saw it, and she proceeded to call my mother <laughs> in tears and which she said, Justin needs to leave this. This is not good for him. Uh, I have no idea what kind of sick job this is. <laughs> she uh, she was going back and forth. And now whenever I talk to her, she's like, how's the job going? And I'm like, great. She goes, oh, yeah. She's like, it certainly is, isn't it? So it's uh, she, she thinks I work uh, in like some, you know, death factory where it's just the most evil place to work. But I, I tell her all the time uh, whenever I talk to her that, you know, I love it. So... Uh, yeah, no, my parents, uh, they don't mind, they don't listen, but, uh, they, they enjoy it. So
3: you, so you mentioned a a minute ago that, uh, you've been more confident lately. Um, at least like seemingly on Twitter, that seems to have coincided with DEC coming on our podcast. Um, what, what about DEC like rubs you the wrong way so much?
4: So I, I, I've, I've heard a couple of, uh, theories as to why I'm, quote-unquote, more confident now, Mm -hmm. which also could go away tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow I could wake up and just be like, oh, well, I'm not getting out of bed. I'm not doing anything. uh, But let's hope that doesn't happen. Uh, uh, So I actually had a medication change in early January. So I was going through... Medication changes aren't fun. Uh, I feel like it's going well, uh, really well. But in regards to the DEC thing, I just hate it when people, you know, have this whole, like, goodbye tour. Oh, I'm leaving. Oh, I'm leaving. But yet they still... You know, all they do is they tweet at Minifans. And they say, "Oh, I would have done this," or it really went up my ass sideways when I heard that DEC texted Kirk and said, oh, "You know, I could have helped out with the year review show." Like he's some fucking god, where you know how he knows how to do everything. But uh, I, th- I think he probably has about like five or ten people who listen to his podcast every day. So I'm sure he just likes to get <laughs> his name mentioned every once in a while. And uh, I-, I think I think there was no reason for I, I think. If I was in his position, I would have said no to coming on Kirkenhoff. I would have said, hey, you know, I mean, I uh, left the show. Uh, I'm no longer a part of it. I can't take the heat anymore. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to go on there and, uh, you know, kind of, you know, swing my swing my dick around and say, oh, that was a turd. Like, he, he's going after me for the review show. So even before I heard that, I just thought to myself, like, hey, straight up, like, fuck this guy. Like, he has, like, he he's just... A joke of all jokes. I just hate it when people um, stick around and want to be halfway in. I'm not even saying like halfway in. If you want to like listen to the show and uh, not really be involved in like the Twitterverse, that's fine. But to be involved in the Twitterverse, but whenever someone tries to point out something you did just to say, oh, that's not fair. I'm like, that's not fair. I'm not part of the world anymore. Just goes up my ass sideways. So I don't know. I think it's a joke. Should, do you
0: think Buddy should apologize?
4: I, I, I actually came on here to interview Buddy and say, uh say, Buddy, do you have anything to say about uh these, these past two interviews you did with uh, in regards to Matt J and uh BA? Um
3: I guess I don't I mean I I'm definitely not like I heard I heard what you said on the wrap up show and like you said that I should apologize. I don't think I'm gonna apologize for having Matt on. I should have I guess been like tougher on him um but like i don't have any hard feelings like for like like the things that you dislike about matt that doesn't bother me because like i honestly just started following him like the day that i interviewed him so i i never Mm -hmm. see like any like like i didn't know any like of like the twitter drama like i obviously knew what happened on the show and like so when i heard what happened on the show i'm like okay he can't take the heat he doesn't want it anymore like like good riddance i don't give a shit like it doesn't bother Mm -hmm. bother me i listen to kirk that's what i care about um but I definitely should have been tougher on him. But like, I didn't like the the other half of like the text thing. Like, I guess I just didn't know. Like, like Kirk didn't say that's all that he said to him, so I didn't know if maybe mm-hmm. Kirk thought those like didn't need to be read on air. But I'm I no, mean, I get that. I should have I I should have defended Kirk's honor. You know. But.
4: I get that. Um, uh, but like
3: but the now. BA thing, like like I don't I don't know the the. Uh, in the, you know, the MIDI fans were clamoring for it. So we were like, all right, yeah, we'll have B.A. on. And, I like, I honestly don't think that we kind of let B.A. get a, get away with anything. Like, he just came on and just said some, like, he said, like, normal B.A. stuff, which we didn't, I don't think we, we necessarily agreed with. But we just, like, like Andrew said on your show, we kind of just, like, let, like, people talk, you know. And if they get in trouble and that ends us up on, like, Kirk's, like, shit list, like. That's that, like that's the shittiest part, obviously. Like, like I think it was uh, Chris Methuen. He was like, uh, he's like, oh, at least Kirk knows your name, and I was like, yeah, but like, maybe that's not good, you know? Like,
4: I mean, Kirk just learned my name today. So. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, So, but uh, but no, in in regards to, uh, I mean, the BA thing. I mean, it's just like he. J- I mean, he just came on and he, you know, just talked about how much he. I think his exact quote was, "I'm not a fan, I'm a Minifan fan." Yeah, yeah, he and, said that. Uh, and that just—I don't know—something about that just went up my ass sideways. It's just like I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, these people trying
0: to stick around. Yeah, so. but he still listens. Yeah, these people know I, what's I, going on in the universe. I guess. They, they, he still listens. So I guess. in re, in, regards he, listens. in regards to that BA interview, he listens. <laughs> yeah, in regards to that BA interview, were you told to pull sound, or you took it upon yourself? You're like, hey, this is a good clip; they may play it on the show.
4: So I reached out to Steve because uh, I don't know if you know this, but. Steve had no sound clips pulled <laughs> yeah, from uh, the Probably saved <laughs> Probably saved yeah, save Thank God, Steve. So I I texted Steve on Friday. I said, hey, so I see the Kirk and off guys are having BA on. I'm sure he's going to say something stupid. Do you want me to pull clips? <laughs> uh, just in case, you know, Kirk comes in on Monday and says, the Kirk and off guys, you know, interviewed BA this. So I kind of took it upon myself well to, uh, to do that. I don't know if I'll... I mean, I feel like it's awkward to pull clips of yourself, but uh, I'll pull them for you uh, because I
1: already got I I got like two clipped already in my mind. uh, (laughs) (laughs) But it's one of those things, Justin. And talk about working with the show. What's been like your favorite part about it? I mean, you you have to listen to us. You sometimes have to listen to a lot of shitty radio. You ever get sick of like just hearing the same shit from God, like the, the hits and misses
4: uh i mean like do i get sick like when i'm listening to like ben albright talk about like who he thinks the broncos are going to take in the fourth round and why there's a need why he thinks that they're in the and uh they're going to take two cornerbacks in the top 100 pick he said that a million times over again i mean that gets annoying but i love interacting with the men fans i think like Sacco was an incredible experience uh it it I, I would never say uh, there's any downside to any of this. I like I like pulling sound. I like doing whatever. I like you know making up mock trivia for the trivia team. It's uh yeah I'd say it's it there's really no downside to it.
3: So um we just kind of talked about a couple a couple of the uh, your your lesser liked Menna fans. What did you think about today's episode with Meners and um, Andy Mayo?
4: So uh, so I, I think Manners is kind of like, he kind of plays a good contrarian. Mm-hmm. He uh, He's obviously a big fan of the show. You know, he was joking around with them. Andy Mayo's interview was much more serious. Like he was, you know, bringing these hard-hitting questions to the table. Like, what about this? And what about that? And it's like, and Kirk was like, okay, well, I think Kirk said, well, you make a good point about the uh, 5K raffle and things like that. But that was not He's like, but that we talked about that on air. That wasn't our fault. Uh, like I said, if they were on their own, you know, that would have been something they were able to do. Barstool wouldn't give up that information due to privacy and and, and like laws and shit like that. So I don't know. I think I think Mayo's just one of those guys who I mean, kind of like uh, what BA said on your show last week. He just likes being talked about. Mm-hmm. He likes it when Andy Mayo's name is mentioned on air. He gets a you know he gets a little chub. It from moves uh, a when he, bit, uh, you know? yeah, 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 it moves just a little bit when he when he hears it. I'm sure he was moving it quite a bit today when <laughs> when they called him. So I don't know. Any chance that people like that get to just shit on Steve just because he's an easy target as the producer of the Kirkmanahan show? I mean, talking uh, I about like... Steve, I
1: was going to say Justin. Talking about Steve, you had Andy May versus Steve. I mean, Steve's notorious for sounding like a, a smarter than you pretentious asshole but i think andy mayo Mm -hmm. might have taken the cake today
4: yes it's uh it's i I mean steve sounded sane if you listen to that argument you literally he sounds exactly like someone who is being ganged up on for things out of his control like when people attacked him for wednesday's show last week i like i'm telling you that was not steve's fault that was kirk's wi-fi's fault it it, like Mm -hmm. it had nothing to do with the sound quality uh, they've done like shows on Streamyard before. It had nothing to do on Steve's end. It was Kirk was by himself. He was hooked up to hotel Wi-Fi. It kept going in and out. That's why it sounded like that. Um, so when people like you know people, but people bring up that show for the rest of eternity and, and say things like, oh, you know, uh, I think yeah, was it you guys or was it someone else who said? Uh, I I apologize. Oh
0: I, I was I was critical of that episode as well so uh, i'll just go on the record right yeah. now i apologize for my no business. no
4: w- w- which is fine i mean that's kind of like what steve's there for but i uh, i think i think steve takes a lot of unwarranted shit and i think he kind of got a lot of it today from andy mayo but i think he kind of feels you want to talk about vindication i think he kind of uh, i think steve left today's show feeling uh better about <laughs> the Minifans fans than he did coming in I hope
3: so. He had fun with fucking Mayo. He kind of batted him around for a little bit. Mm. Yeah, so.
4: It was good. It's always, it's always good to see like the real fiery Steve, too. You can tell when he's like, not fake uh, hyped up, but like when he's like, listen here, shithead.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah.
4: You know, maybe I was doing this or, or something like that. It's always good to see Steve passionate about a certain subject. So,
0: Speaking of Steve, uh, you were tapped to replace him on the trivia team. And then Jared stepped in and put an end to that. Uh, What are your thoughts? I know you were upset about it, but are you still on standby just in case? So upset isn't the right word. It's like it's, it's like like, like, disappointed. Yeah.
4: It was like, it was a week before prom. Me and this girl (laughs) said, hey, if we don't find dates, we'll just go together, you know? And, you know, you're looking forward to it. You're like, oh, I'm going to be going with her. And then the day before prom, she's like, oh, by the way, I'm going with, uh, going with Steve, you oh. know, just kind of like, oh, okay. Looks like I'll just go alone. Uh, yeah, it, it was, it was like heartbreaking. The thing that not angered me, but kind of shocked me the most was that, uh, I didn't get like a text from Steve. I just kind of found out through the description and I was like, fuck man. Mm-hmm. I think my, uh, I think my exact tweet was, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> like two o'clock in the morning or something mm-hmm. like that. But, uh, so, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy Steve staying. I, I. For the longest time, I I said you know Steve should give it another shot, but uh, I'll be on standby if they ever need it. So, so um, Justin,
1: but but I I have to get cut in here because when I was on the wrap up show on Monday, Justin surprised me with a trivia question. So I have to return the favor right now. Which NBA team plays at the Smoothie King Center?
4: Oh please, get out of here! It's the team with the worst name in the entire league. That would be the New Orleans Pelicans. Wow, That's one more than Steve would have known. That's a fact. <laughs> the Pelicans. So how... Imagine being called the Pelicans. The funny thing about that is that how the Utah Jazz are still the Jazz, even though they used to be the New Orleans Jazz, and now they're the Utah Jazz, even though like music is banned in Utah because they're all Mormon. So,
0: how's your scouting report going for trivia?
4: Uh, it's going great. It's going great. Uh, hopefully, the show calls me on Friday. I have a whole report and some uh, some example questions to ask them. So it should be a. Uh... Hopefully, you know that that, you know that gets them ready for what kind of uh, competition they'll be facing on Monday.
3: How's Are oh, you how... gonna
4: cheat? Am I gonna cheat? I mean, I is I there gonna cheat. be
1: someone cheating against them? Like, you got to practice for cons.
4: Oh, cons is gonna cheat. Yeah, cons is gonna <laughs> cheat. Uh, Steve wants to cheat, but Kirk won't let him. I know Kirk won't cheat. Uh, what's, and
0: what's, cons is, what's cons What's tells? How do you know if he's cheating?
4: Oh, he's uh, he's just typing on a screen. Or uh, he'll just be looking, and suddenly his like his face will flash white as if it just switched to a different tab. Uh, uh, there's a whole bunch of things. Um, he he always has like the camera right up to his face. He'll he'll say like he's checking scores or something like that. Yeah, he's a I don't know. He's just a cheater. So is Casey. So
3: so um, Kirk was saying today, um, like how much how much work is going into like this show and the case and kind of stuff. Have you put any work into the case for them?
4: I've actually not done uh, much for the case. Steve gave me a phone call and had me transcribe it but other than that I I do think it's been mostly a uh, a Steve and Carano kind of producing it with Kirk kind of leading this is all talking out of my ass but I I do believe it's been Steve Carano and then Kirk kind of leading where the story goes and Mm -hmm. follow up leads and things like that Do we have a release date? What do you think? I have no idea uh, I'm gonna say, when's the Wilbur show? Uh, <laughs> I think the uh, they're gonna the second Wilbur show will just be the first episode of the case reenacted on the, uh, on stage. I have no idea.
3: Your cleaning of the bathroom is was one of my favorite episodes of of late last year. Just just mm-hmm. your whole like going through the Dagobah system, all that that whole your your the whole act it was fantastic. How nasty was that bathroom?
4: Oh, it was completely gross. Uh, So, but I really don't get, like, discouraged by that kind of shit. Uh, I actually went to nursing school for a year straight out of high school. Oh, nice. I was planning on being a nurse, so, like, I'll I'll deal with shit and piss. like, I don't give a fuck. I'll clean it up (laughs) if uh, if any of that comes around to be. But the sad part about that, actually, is that since my Wi-Fi was cutting in and out, there's a good, like, 30 minutes of me, you know, talking to yoda and talking to darth vader as obi-wan kenobi that just no one ever saw so
1: (laughs) so with with that much knowledge of star wars we're going into like some classic kirk stuff here i'm sure you've seen star wars porn to know it that well you have to porn yes i have Uh, i guarantee you have
4: uh, like i've never really searched (laughs) it out (laughs) What the but fuck? Uh, I'm sure I've, I've seen it. I mean, Jesus Christ, I've been watching porn since I was in sixth grade. <laughs> um, I mean, We're yeah, I'm, man, I'm trying to think. I believe on Pornhub <laughs> there was a video called Star Whores at one point <laughs> me and my friends would watch and like laugh at it, but I don't Star think, I don't think it was... I, I'm not into like i was about to say something i was i was about to say i'm not into different skin colors but i was I'm, <laughs> what i'm actually <laughs> going to say is i'm i'm not into alien skin colors i know there I there's a true. group of people out there who like the avatar you know avatar blue or green or something like that i'm just like no uh, it needs to be uh within the human spectrum for me what's
1: the uh, bathroom's current condition have you been back
4: so actually uh I recently texted Steve. I believe I texted him yesterday. I was like, so how's the bathroom looking? Do you uh, need me to come in and clean it? And he said, it's actually surprisingly still very clean. Uh, So I I offer it every once in a while. Like I'll come in and clean it like once a month, twice a month if you need. Uh, I think I did a spectacular job. Uh, And I'll do it again. But uh, according to Steve, it's still in a pristine condition. How
3: frustrating is it for uh, Benjamin Albright to call you out by name tell you to call in and then block your fucking calls
4: oh it's not frustrating at all <laughs> I love it so much it's uh it, it, it it's it's like I don't think he realizes like like I just I need I have questions about the Broncos I need answered by the flagship station of the Denver Broncos and uh, I think it's honored to be called out by name it uh You know, like you said earlier, it's it's kind of nice to know that someone's driving around, you know, thinking who the Broncos are gonna take with their number nine overall pick. And then he goes, uh, "Shout out to Justin Trudell in Mansfield, Massachusetts." Uh, uh, I know, I know, you'll be calling in tonight. It's just like, (laughs) okay. So uh, Benjamin Albright blocked me. The station blocked me. His radio co-host has not blocked me. So you know, I'll I'll tweet at him to try to try to get on.
1: Do you think they're ever gonna respond to Kirkinoff's request to come on the weekly
4: news update? So I do not. If I ever get the chance, I'll ask them and tell them to bring
3: a uh, big radio voice. <laughs> yes.
4: So they actually. So when Steve said that they were going through, and like, like, like uh, weeding out calls that aren't from the Colorado area, that's not true. They haven't taken a single listener call Friday, Monday, or Tuesday because uh, they they just shut off the phone lines. Like it it will you'll call from whatever number and it will just ring ring and then you get like thank you for calling Verizon blah 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 so it's uh so no they're just not taking any calls even though they continuously give out the number on the show and they think Pussy. they're like yeah pulling like, a fast one on us I
3: that that was one point today where I, where I rolled my odds at Steve like like the minifans don't know about Google voice numbers come on man
4: yeah so <laughs> that's uh yeah but it's uh it's, you know it's a fun little hobby i have BMD. I'll, uh, you know, season two of Call of Duty is about to come out. So, what I'll do is I'll, <laughs> you know, throw on some Ben Albright, keep making some phone calls. If I get in, I, I don't. If not, you know, I'm just listening, you know, playing some COD. But... How far are
0: you, you going to go with this beef? Oh, how far are you going to go? We'll see. <laughs> I mean, are like you going to be like...
1: able to control two beefs at once? <laughs> oh, like, what if another two... beef were to pop up? Oh, of course. Are you going to be able control... to keep the Albright? Okay. Just want to make of sure that you're I ready. Can.
4: Yes, of course I can. I'm I'm willing I'm willing to fight on the Eastern Front, the Western Front, the Pacific Front. it will be, you know, like I'll be back and forth. Uh, yeah, no, blah. Uh, even if I like, even if I have to go Monday, Wednesday, Ben Albright, Tuesday, Thursday, someone else, Friday, another person. Up. I mean, I'm I'm not going to stop. So, uh, I'll, like I said, I'd go to war with Kirk. Go to go to war for Kirk uh, in regards to certain things like this.
3: If so I just like a random show question. If if Kirk came to you and and asked for an idea of like for how you can improve KMS, well, what would you say?
4: Uh,
3: I know, like, well, I guess I, I, I guess that's more that's more like something like is that something you you ever like think about? Have I ever you know?
4: thought about like I've i pitched some ideas to Steve, not like in regards to the show, but like Mm -hmm. I, I pitched them like, should I make an OnlyFans where I take pictures in like, have you guys ever seen like ESPN, the body magazine? Yes. (laughs) I I would recreate uh, like different years of ESPN, the body, like every month and all the money would go towards like funding. I don't know, like events or, you know, studio upgrades or something like that. I, I really don't, think i would say how to uh make the show better i mean the show is what it is it's already i in my opinion the best show in the entire world mm-hmm. so uh i would also i would also probably have you ever seen like those things in movies where like someone's like something's off with this person if kirk ever came to me and said <laughs> what can i do to improve kirk minahan i'd be like oh okay so this is not kirk minahan this is obviously uh, a robot who has overtaken. yes this is he drank some poly juice potion or something like that because <laughs> this is this is not the Kirk Minahan. I don't think Kirk Minahan will be uh, reaching out to me anytime soon asking how I what I can do to better the show.
0: So um, you were at Saco both days this year. I was. How was it? For, how was the experience for you? How was it pulling security for Kirk? Oh, it was, all, it was a him? lot of fun.
4: Uh, so the first night we had the Mike and the Midna fans at a. Uh, TJ Hubbard's uh, friend's house. That was a lot of fun. Yep. That was, uh, you know, good stuff. You know, just kind of hanging out. It was like beautiful day. Like people, you know, they they were doing uh, Mike Mike and the fans. There was a uh, uh, the OG show happened. It was just you know people just eating and drinking. It was a it was a grand old time. Uh, went home that night. Uh, slept at Mike's uh, Airbnb. <laughs> Uh, got up. I think they opened up pretty early. I think they opened up the... I think I was there at the
0: drive-in. It was like, 3 o'clock. They opened up Yeah,
4: so I think I was there around, like, 2. And, you know, just kind of checking people's tickets. And... Because Kirk wasn't there yet. And, uh... You know, and just kind of walking around, you know, with Mike. Because, you know, helping him out with, uh, with some things on Saturday. That was uh, a lot of fun. And then Sunday, you know, we went to... Uh, Fun Town Splash Town, and uh, he, uh, you know, it was that thing that that was like the single moment in which I felt like I was like I am such a fucking bully right now. <laughs> and there's a blind man walking around a water park, and I took his girlfriend, and we are like standing ten feet away, but for all he knows, we could be in another state right now. And Alba's like, "This is so mean," and I was like, "I know, but we're doing this," <laughs> and, yes. and uh, because so right before it uh mike goes mike goes you know warthog told me that uh that the plan was supposed to you you guys were supposed to leave me and i was like no that's stupid we're not leaving him and alba was there too and uh and then as soon as he starts walking towards the thing i go oh yeah so by the way so we're gonna leave him <laughs> and she was like oh okay but uh
0: <laughs> the funny
4: thing is another funny thing about the uh oh, sorry it wasn't funtown splashdown no, it was Aquaboggin. Um Aquaboggen. another funny thing about that is mike bought like the biggest pass you could there was like a pool pass There was a slide pass and there was like an ultra mega pass, uh, for like 20 more dollars. So he bought himself like the ultra mega pass that like gets you like to like cut the line or something like that. I don't think he used it. And then I was, I was just like, yeah, I'll just take the, uh, the pool pass for like eight bucks. (laughs) So
1: such a worthy investment for such. So you spent all that time with him too. I got to, you didn't throw any jokes his way to help him out. (laughs) Like
4: what do you mean? Throw any jokes his way?
1: Just to help him out in the standup, it was a it, it was a rough thing. You would think you'd be able to help him out? I mean, you've had some one liners once in a
4: while. You could have pitched him yeah, something. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, I I I couldn't. I, it would be like you know how the second night of stand-up, or the, maybe it was the first night, he did like a Norm Macdonald joke or a uh, who's the Aflac guy? Uh
1: Gilbert Gottfried.
4: Yes, he did a Gilbert Godfrey <laughs> joke. I mean, I I know like comedians like that. I know like Jim Jeffries jokes, but I I don't have anything. Like, I'm not a
0: comedian. I have nothing written down. Too bad Craig wasn't there. Craig would have helped him out. <laughs> um, so, speaking of blind, like, what, are you, you're assisting him with his new project, right? His new podcast? Uh,
4: yeah, I upload. I just upload some things for him. Just upload. And okay. uh, I, I don't really produce anything for him. Uh, I just kind of, you know, when he's doing a live show, I'll be in the comments watching. Sometimes I'll call in and ask him about uh, Bitcoin mining or uh, Brian Regan. I'm a big Brian Regan fan. I need his take on that. I'm uh, mostly just listening for sound drops, uh, you know, anything funny could say that, uh, you know, Kirk could play the next day, so, but uh, but no, I'm, I mean, I'm glad to help out Mike, like I said, if it wasn't for blind Mike, I wouldn't be in the position, uh, like the, I'm not trying to say I'm in some big position, but I would not be, you know, no. uh, Justin in the KMS world as I am today, if it wasn't for a uh,
0: blind mic. So
4: I'm, I'm always glad paving to am out.
0: Paving that path. So before we wrap things up, are you a fan of calls? Like what, what, what do you like calls? You want more calls, less calls? Uh, I
4: love calls. I love the, uh, randomness of them. I love them, you know, like today, you know, are we going to take calls shitting on Steve Monday? I don't believe they took any calls. But that show was very, very funny. Uh, I, I used to think, there was one point where I was like, oh, Mondays are going to be the call days because Mike's there. But, you know, they've taken calls Friday with Jared. I kind of like it uh, the way Kirk's been doing it, where it's kind of like every other Monday they'll take calls, every other Friday they'll take calls. You know, time to, like, have people build things up instead of, uh, right. like, I love, it when, I love it when characters call in, like Blind Mike's Daddy. Uh, it's funny. I actually met Blind Mike's daddy in Socko. I believe he asked me to take yes. a shot, and I was like, "I can't." You were like, "Not even for Blind Mike's dad," and I was like, I, <laughs> I go, "I'd love you. I'd love to, but like, I'm yeah, not like, really not. It, it was just You're uh, working. That
0: was good. That was not good. Not after <laughs> like,
3: Yeah. <yes>. It, like,
4: <laughs> Kurt. You know, Steve looks over, and there I am taking a shot, and I go over. I go, "No, no, no. You <laughs> gotta understand. That. It was Blind Mike's dad. Yeah. Like, he, he wanted. He wanted me to take the shot. Uh, that was a good call. But um, <laughs> God, what was the question?"
0: <laughs> calls, but that's alright.
4: Oh yeah, no, no. But... I, I I like the calls. Uh yeah. it's I actually have so everyone is big on the Sopranos guy. I think what he does is very funny. I just don't get it as well <gasps> as other people do. Because I have seen the first season of the Sopranos. Uh, I've not seen anything else. And I know people sense. who are I know people who are like into the Sopranos are really into the Sopranos. Uh so, so yeah. Uh, but but yeah, some of my favorite call, some of my favorite moments from the show, are the uh, are the calls.
3: Are you upset to hear so that Justin, the Hall what... of Fame has gone away?
4: Am I upset to hear that the Hall of Fame has gone away? Uh, no, I mean <laughs> it will probably like if we're being honest, it will It'll probably back, come right? come and go. Uh, I'm not not making any promises. This is just once again me talking out of my ass. Uh, you know it will come and go. It all depends. Like Kirk said today. I don't know if the Hall of Fame is necessarily gone, but he said today that no one is worthy of the Hall of Fame. So perhaps Ooh. it's not gone, but it's just you know no one will be inducted in the first year, which I think would be a uh, would be a, be a big statement to uh, to the you, to the fans
1: Do you think we're gonna get the official call for that 50 state challenge for the prank phone calls, and that could be some motivation to maybe get the Hall back going?
4: Uh, maybe I have I know Kirk mentioned it last week. Uh, he was going to bring it up on Monday. Uh, but, you know, then the Benjamin Albright stuff happened. I'm sure eventually there'll be another 50-state
0: uh, print call. All right, last question. I'm going to go back to the Hall of Fame. If if you had to vote right now for the Hall of Fame, who would you put in?
4: So I had my three votes. Okay. So I, I had – so it was Steve from Providence, John Featherston. Those right. are two, like – They're definitely, they were definitely in there. I don't, it might've changed, uh, in the past couple weeks, but when the Hall of Fame talk was at its peak, those were the two that were 100% in. And then my third vote, I'm, I was leaning like 80% Matt Carano and then 20% Tim and Canton. It was, uh, yeah, it was tough to, to, to make it to three, but, uh, but I think, I think I probably would go with Matt Carano Steve uh, Stephen Providence and John Featherston are one hundred percent in though.
1: Does uh, does that induction make it feel any less because Kevin from Bristol can't be involved? Uh, no,
4: <laughs> no. I, I, I like Kevin from Bristol, but you know, it's. Uh...
3: W- would you consider Kevin if he was on your b- If he was on the ballot? No. Wow.
4: No. Not this year. No. Hmm. Which I think I think that spoke a lot when he said when he reached out to Kirk and said it would mean a lot if I would get be Able to get inducted with these guys, I was like, damn, that's yeah. cocky to think that you would, you know, automatically like
0: it's you know, kind of yeah, God, he's he's but he's he's done, I mean, I'm not no, he totally done a lot has. The show, but he's he's given us some great moments, yeah, he has. But I think yeah. John Featherston,
4: Stephen Providence, and Matthew, Matthew Carano are more deserving of a Hall of Fame spot.
0: Why, why Matt?
4: Uh, just the amount of work he's put in for the show, uh, you know, he's the butt of a lot of jokes, uh, I think he doesn't take them well, which is he has even taken funnier. us personally.
0: No, well, Um, because I want my boy Tim
4: in there. That's why, you know, I uh, I think he's the butt of a lot of jokes. He doesn't take them well, which I think actually, you know, is more of a reason to vote him in (laughs) because uh, of the amount of like just content and songs that have been written about him. You know, we helped out a lot in Socko. If Steve, like, you know, gets hit by a train, uh, (laughs) like Toronto will be there to fill in in an instant. He's uh, he's working on the case. Uh, he does a lot, so uh, I'm a big Toronto guy. Nice.
3: Just and a I thing. think and I think a lot of people
4: would just be upset that I broke
3: yeah. So. Hey, yeah. Do you have any questions for us? Uh,
4: is it true you guys want to have Kelleher on?
3: Um. Or... I, yeah. I think we're, we're going to have Rich on eventually.
4: I mean, do you just want to do that interview now? I'll pretend to be him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if
1: you want to try. If you want to go for it, like, what, okay, it, so it,
4: Steve it, fucked me over, and then DEC fucked me over. The show sucks now, <laughs> it hasn't been good since I was on it, and uh, they need to bring Dave Cullen in, and yeah, that's pretty much how it's gonna go. And uh, Justin sucks because of that thing he did on your show a couple weeks ago where he pretended to be me. It's so. <laughs> <laughs> probably true, it was brilliant, yeah, so that's yeah, pretty that much plays did you so, have to,
0: did you, oh Did you have to ask for permission to come on? Or uh, uh, oh god, now you got me worrying. That I need to <laughs> so ask for permission to come on. Uh, yeah. No, I don't. I don't think so.
4: Um, I I didn't ask. Uh, I I mean, I do the wrap up show every day, and you know, this is kind of like a weekly wrap up show uh, to have me on. I, I don't think I said anything I shouldn't have said. Yeah, I don't think uh, did. I don't even. I know make it very anything. clear when I speak that I do not speak on behalf of Kirk Minahan or the Kirk Minahan Show uh anything i say you know it's my own opinion Mm -hmm. but
3: uh yeah that that was the only thing i was going to say is that i thought i thought that you did do that pretty well like that like you're you kept saying like obviously like obviously i don't know anything or i'm just saying you know what i mean but
4: yeah like a lot of people think i uh like i'll retweet myself from the show account i like have never the only time i've retweeted myself from the show account is when i ask steve through text is it cool if i retweet this Mm -hmm. so if you ever see like the show account retweeting me it's not me trying to hype hype myself i i, I really uh,
3: i'm not trying to get the biggest star no
4: i i, I don't
3: anybody yeah. else Any... no
0: i think i think we covered it all i'm pretty pleased with this interview this week i think so too was yeah this was, this was a lot of fun
4: thanks for uh thank thanks for having me on you guys uh, you guys are great thank you for coming on
2: Oh, God. What else? All right, this is a caller into a 98.5 gets a plug in for Shaughnessy. Oh, good. Justin's in Mansfield. Justin. Hey, how's uh, up, uh, Dolphin? What's up? Hey, how's it going? Uh, Who's, winning a, uh, Who's winning tonight? Who's winning tonight? Mansfield or KP?
4: What's up? Who's winning yes. tonight? High school football. It's interesting play against one of the
2: Minifan calls. Oh, uh, dude,
4: I went to a charter school in Foxborough, so I really don't care about high school football. <laughs> Thank
2: you. Fuck, so funny about well, that? Uh, People love a good I fake, was fake was laugh. Left. Left. A couple things. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The the fake laugh thing from the radio host is the one of the worst qualities. I'm ever. not allowed to make fun of that anymore. <laughs> True. Yeah, right. But you, you, you Bob Ryan, get it? <laughs> no, Jerry, I don't. Nobody <laughs> does. The age I'm I'm under 30. Why'd you make you made fun of me in your podcast? Like, fuck you. Because I wasn't there to defend myself. Oh, we had a good time. Yeah, there was a lot of laughs. I liked Mike until he started making fun of me. You will not believe this story about the church really will not pay off. I've teased it too much. It's not that I, great. I, I worried about that. The priest raped me. That's the only way it would pay off. Did he, this he bent over and fucked me. It is a good story. It's like a Eucharist down my throat. <laughs> that le- fake laugh where it's like you know like, that, <laughs> like there's nothing the guy went to a charter school in boxborough okay so Scott Zolak asked me to pick in the game he didn't go to either one of those schools he went to another school well that's what beetle did when I called too he right went, <laughs> yeah there's nothing funny about that at all nothing yeah like not, there's nothing the conceit isn't funny the payoff the idea of it what what there makes him laugh other than he didn't go like, to either of those schools that he' like, oh got <laughs> Fucking Jesus. You get it. I can't fucking believe it. Like, what is... I don't... I don't, That I don't understand. Maybe he was laughing at a joke that started before the cut. What? You know, he was just, like, thinking back on something oh. funny that happened on the show. <laughs> Remember be. that. Could be. <laughs> Could be. I mean, you're funnier than than that caller, Steve. Oh, well, thank you. Yes. Don't wow. you think? Let me hear this
4: guy. Uh, I saw the Joker movie last night. Incredible. You so know, you gotta see it. You'd love it. There's actually a scene where I think one of your guests would love. They start beating the crap out of a cop, and I think Dan Strong is... <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's in New Hampshire. Yeah, just move on. <laughs> Why is see, it the p- color's probably funnier. See,
2: than that's it. funnier than what Bertrand laughed at. Though. Yeah. Why